Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hello, everybody. I am Teresa O'Telling, and I will be with you tonight. I want to start out tonight with a testimony that I received because I think testimonies are awesome and they're inspiring and they're encouraging. So this came to me just a few days ago and uh, the woman says, I was listening to one of your videos a week and a half ago or so. You said someone has right hip pain and my head snapped up. I've been having pain in my right hip for three months or more now and it would sometimes give way on me. You prayed for me. It took a few days, but my hip pain is gone now, and it hasn't given away since then either. I believe in God's healing, but I have never felt it was meant for me. More than my hip, this has done wonders for my heart and my soul. I'm smiling as I type this. God's grace and glory are surely sufficient. So I I wanted to read this to you guys um, so that you know that prayer is effective. Prayer is effective. The fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man avails much, and that's in James 5. Prayer is effective. You don't have to have us lay our hands on you. If we're praying for you, if we're calling things out, receive that for yourself. When we do that, what it's meant to do is trigger faith in you. It's meant for you to say, hey, I have that. Out of all of the things that are going on in the world, somebody calls out right hip pain. That's for me. That's God talking to me. That's healing for me. Right then, in that moment, faith is birthed. Faith faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Calling out something is a word of God. And when you hear it, that is meant to have your, your faith override all of that other junk that's going on so that in that moment, you can receive that healing. So I want to encourage you, um, not just for, for me, but for any of the instructors, for any, if you're listening to Andrew Womack, if you're listening to Kenneth Copeland, if you're listening to whoever you're listening to, if they call something out and you have it, that is for you. Take it for you and receive it by faith. So I hope that was an encouragement for you. That's what it was meant to be tonight. But I titled tonight's teaching, Help, I Can't Hear God, (laughs) because I feel like a lot of people feel that way. And uh, hearing him, just like I just said, hearing him is a source. That's the source of your faith. Hearing him is so important. And we'll talk in a later teaching, I don't know, next week or the week after, but we'll talk in a later teaching about the different ways that God can teach. So when your ears are are finally opened, that you can start hearing because you're listening for him in all of these different ways that, that he can talk to you. By the time we're done with this, it should be impossible for you to not be hearing him, okay? So... What we're going to talk about tonight is one of the most common questions that I get every week, sometimes multiple times a week. Why can't I hear? What is what is going on? Why can't I hear? Well, last week in our first teaching on this, we talked about that you can hear, 
There's nothing wrong with your spiritual hearing. You have spiritual ears that can hear him. And we talked about the way that God communicates. He communicates spirit to spirit. And since you are a born again believer, you have a spirit in communion with God. So all of the inner workings are there. You have, as a born-again believer, the ability to hear God. You can hear God. And we talked about the fact that you should hear God, according to Romans 8, 14, um, that those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. If you are a son of God, you should be led by the Spirit of God. And you can't be led if he doesn't communicate, right? So in there is a promise of communication with you that I, through my Holy Spirit, am going to communicate with you. I'm going to show you things to come. I'm going to lead you down the path of righteousness. I'm going to show you what your future holds. I'm going to lead and guide you into all truth. And he can only do that if he communicates with us. So you should, by the end of the last teaching, and if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. It's simply called, You Can Hear God right? And that was from last week. So go back and listen to that. By the end, you should know, okay, I can hear. So then the next question that comes that we're going to talk about tonight is, well, why don't I? Or why am I not hearing? Because we can't say, why can't I? Right? Because you can. You have it all in there. You have the spiritual ears. I'm not, I won't go over that again. So I like to compare not hearing to having your ears plugged with wax, right? Because isn't that what ha happens when you have a uh, earwax impaction? It muffles your hearing or completely stops your hearing. You can hear perfectly fine, right? Your ears work. It's just there's so much wax in there that they're plugged. So you're not hearing, the wax makes it difficult or it makes it impossible to actually hear. So let's talk about the wax. Let's talk about the earwax, right? The wax is the reason the person can't hear. It's not because they can't. And the good thing about earwax is what? It can be removed so that you can hear, right? An interesting fact about earwax. Did you know that stress and fear can actually cause an increase in production of earwax. So stress and fear can actually plug your ears literally and spiritually. Stress and fear can cause an acceleration of that earwax production, which can cause you to not hear in the natural. And stress and fear can cause an increase of that earwax that can cause you to not hear in the spiritual. Also, stress and fear can keep you from hearing. That's just a freebie. We're not going to spend any more time on that. So here are some of the main reasons, right, that uh, I have found, and I've experienced a lot of them myself, that you aren't hearing. I was going to say can't hear, but you can. Some Okay, so some of the reasons your ears get plugged with wax. Let's just say it like that. Okay. And I believe that one of these reasons or maybe multiple reasons are going to resonate with you. And you're going to say, that's me. And we're not only going to go over the reasons why 
you may not be hearing, but we're also going to talk about the solution to each one of those so that you can get a good ear cleaning and start hearing him. So the first common reason why your ears are plugged is that people think that they can't hear where you can hear. You have the mechanics, you have the inner workings, you have a spirit that is in communion with God. You can hear him. John 10, 27 says that you hear his voice, right? So what's the solution to this? You know, the, the, the word says that, no, we're going to, we're going to save that for the next one. So now that you know you can, how do you how do you change it, right? And that is by changing your confession. Too many times I can't hear. I can't hear. I never hear. I'm never going to hear. I can't hear, right? So the way that you change this I can't hear is by changing your confession. You're going to change your confession to line up with what the word says. So I'm going to give you three scriptures here that you can begin to confess and begin to renew your mind to. And even if you don't believe it at first, you start confessing this and making it a part of your daily, you know, your daily confessions or not even it doesn't have to be a ritual. Just have them in your heart and have them in your mind. Think about them through the day when you have a thought that says, I can't hear God. Say, no, that's not what the word says. This is my confession. This is what I am choosing to believe. So John 10, 27 is the first one. We won't turn there. It says, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me, right? So your confession is, Jesus, you told me that I can hear your voice so I can hear your voice. I state and declare that I can hear your voice and I will follow you. That's one, John 10, 27. Okay, let's look at Isaiah 30, verse 21. Isaiah verse 30 or 21 says, you got to be careful with this one and I'll tell you why. Isaiah 30, 21, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to your left, this isn't the one that I have the disclaimer to put with. Your ears hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or whenever you turn to the left. So your confession becomes, I hear a word behind me saying, this is the way, walk in it. It doesn't matter if I turn to the right, doesn't matter if I turn to the left, I hear your word leading and guiding me because this is what the word promises me. Turn over to Isaiah 50 verse four, and this is the third scripture. And this is the one that I want to give you a warning about. Isaiah 50 verse four says, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Here it is. He awakens me morning by morning. 
He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. This is actually talking about here in Revelation knowledge. But that he away, I started confessing this. I started praying this verse over myself. I started speaking, God, you awaken me morning by morning. You awaken my spiritual ears that I can hear you clearly. And after, after a while, I don't know how long it was. After a while, I started waking up at like 4, 4.30 in the morning, like a tap on the shoulder, you know, hey, get up. It's time to hear me. And I'm thinking, God, how about 6.30? <laughs> you know, so you got to be careful with that one. Be careful what you ask for. But how many of y'all know, uh, sometimes that's the easiest times to hear in the morning because the house is quiet. Nobody's moving around. You're quiet. It's just peaceful. So those are three verses that you can begin to change your confession. Stop saying, I can't hear. Our words do create things. If you're confessing over and over, I can't hear. I never hear. I used to hear. I don't hear anymore. Then, then that is what you're going to receive. You're going to receive exactly what you exactly what you speak. So start speaking what you want to see. Okay. All right. So number two, the second reason people's ears get plugged is a two-parter. First. Thinking that God doesn't speak to anybody anymore or thinking that he doesn't speak or, or thinking that he only speaks to certain people. So either thinking that he doesn't speak at all or thinking that he only speaks to certain people. OK, and we'll talk about each of those. But the main uh, the main cause of this type of wax buildup in the ear is simply a lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, 6 says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's a lack of knowledge that God is speaking. It's a lack of knowledge that God speaks to everybody. So the solution for this is knowledge, right? The solution is knowing the truth about these statements, knowing that these statements are both lies of the enemy. So first of all, thinking that God doesn't talk to his people at all. Well, we covered multiple scriptures in our teaching last week. Uh, I mentioned that over 2000 times in the Old Testament alone, it says God spoke to or the word of the Lord came to. So all through the Old Testament, God is speaking and God doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. He was speaking then and he is absolutely speaking now. And if that doesn't convince you, then remember that Jesus is the express image of the Father. He is the perfect representation of the invisible God. That's what the that's what the word says about Jesus. And Jesus spoke. And he only spoke what God spoke. So God is speaking, right? And Jesus is, is how we should live on this earth, right? Everything that he did, we are able to do. Everything that he said, we should say. Everything that he does, we should do. And he only did what he heard the Father say, right? So this means that God is speaking to us. One of the ways is through the person of Jesus. So, 
that's the first part that God, the, the first uh, lie is that God isn't speaking at all. Well, we know that's not true. He does it all through the word and he's not going to stop just because the Bible's complete, right? And the second thing is thinking that he only speaks to certain people. So I'm thinking the the super dupers, right? The the people in the fivefold ministry, the pastors, prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, all of those people, those are who God speaks to, not me, right? I used to think that. I used to think that God wouldn't would speak to me. He only talks to the pastor, right? He only talks to my dad, right? <laughs> my dad's a super duper. He's the rock man, <laughs> right? But it's not true. So again, let's look at Jesus to refute that lie that he only speaks to the worthy or the high up or the super dupers. So again, Jesus only did what he saw the father do, right? Jesus spoke to the Pharisees, he spoke to the scribes, he spoke to the religious folks, but who did he hang out with? Who did he sit down to meals with? He sat down with the sinners. He sat down with the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the adulteresses. Do you know in Jesus' time, sharing a meal in his time was considered a sign of wholehearted friendship and peace? So when you sat down with somebody for a meal, that spoke volumes. And I guarantee you, Jesus wasn't quiet at the table. And we actually see that in scripture. But Jesus sought out the unlovable. He sought out the sick, the rejected, the abandoned. All of the people that the religious folk would consider damaged goods or unclean, that's who Jesus spoke to. And if Jesus spoke to them and he only does what the Father did, this means that Jesus speaks to everyone. God speaks to everyone. He's not picking out the most holy. If you have ears to hear, you are going excuse me, if you have ears to hear, you are going to hear him because he speaks to everyone. Hallelujah. So that should clear out that earwax there. Number three, the number three reason why people have ears filled with wax is they don't expect to hear, so they aren't listening, right? And if you believed reason number one, which is that I can't hear, then you aren't listening because you're not expecting to hear anything. You know, if I'm if I'm not expecting to hear Patrick speak to me, or maybe even a better example is being in the grocery store, right? I'm not expecting to anybody to talk to me in the grocery store. So if somebody wants to talk to me in the grocery store and I'm paying attention to something different, you know, if I'm looking at my grocery list or I'm trying to decide which of these 40 million things, do you know, in the Middle East, we only had like a choice of two things and sometimes only one thing per product. You know, you come to the United States and it's a little overwhelming when you've been overseas and you don't have access to all of this stuff. But, you know, you're looking for a box of cereal and there's like 300 box different choices and you have to find that one box. So if you're, you know, if I'm intent on looking for something or searching for something and I'm not expecting anybody to be talking to me, they could have a whole conversation with me and I wouldn't hear a word that they said, because I'm not expecting anybody to talk to me in the grocery store. 
you'd have to come up and tap me on the shoulder, which I wouldn't recommend doing either. But Patrick's taught me what to, Never mind. We won't go there. So anyway, so if you're not expecting it, right, you're, you're not going to hear. So how do you clean out that earwax? Well, that one's pretty easy. Proverbs 4.20 says to incline your ear to him. What does this mean? That Hebrew word means to, uh, to turn towards and lean in. So when you are leaning in, right, you are expecting to hear some hear something, right? If you're doing this, you're expecting to hear something, right? So change your expectation. This is how you clean out the earwax of not expecting to hear so you're not listening. Change your expectation. Start expecting to hear. And you know, as you have begin to change your confession, as you begin to say, he wakens me morning by morning to hear as you, as you confess, I hear his voice. I follow not a stranger. I know his voice. As you change your confession, really a change in expectation is going to be a byproduct of you changing your confession. So simple as that, changing your expectation, expecting to hear. And seriously, as you, if you start confessing those three scriptures that I gave you, you will begin to expect to hear him. So that was number three. Number four, man, this is a this is a this is a big one. Okay, number four, why people's ears are filled with wax? They think God won't talk to them because of what they've done or they avoid fellowship with him because of shame or guilt or condemnation over past regrets. This is a very, very, very common, right? I'm saying right a lot tonight. I'm going to stop doing that. So in both cases, in both of those cases, either you don't think God is talking to you because of sin or because of past mistakes, or you aren't listening, or you've turned off your hearing because of guilt, shame, or condemnation. In both of those cases, that lie creates a chasm between you and him that you think his voice cannot cross. Like there's some barrier there or there's some distance too great that that if he speaks in that still small voice, you can't hear him because now he's so far away from you because of, of the things that you've done. Well, here's the thing. Sin doesn't separate you from God. Sin doesn't separate God from you. Let me say it again. Sin doesn't separate God from you, but in your mind, it separates you from God. Do you see the difference? And I, I completely understand. In December of 2007, after 15 years of rebellion, of spiting God, of running from God, of, of, of doing everything 
that if you saw sin listed and if it was a big list, I could probably check off most of it. You know, at that point, God had never stopped speaking to me, but I stopped listening. I stopped listening because anytime I would, he would prompt me to return or anytime he would try to draw me closer, all I felt was guilt and shame and condemnation, not because of him, but because I knew that what I was doing was wrong, right? So I separated myself. I ran from him. And do you know, at the lowest point of my life in December of 2007, the lowest point point when the darkness felt like it was going to suffocate and kill me in the bottom of that bottomless pit. That still small voice in his mercy penetrated the darkness. And I heard him speak to me because he'd never stop speaking and he would never stop speaking. He would, he would have spoken to me till the day I died. If I had refused to listen, speaking that I have never left you. He could have said, I've never stopped talking to you, even though you have run from me. Gosh, guys, that's his mercy. That's his mercy reaching down in the middle of your mess and speaking you, speaking light into the darkness. There's a, I can't remember if it's a Psalm or a Proverbs, but it says the entrance of his word brings light. Hearing his voice brings light in the midst of the darkest, darkest, darkest dark, right? And it was at that point that I had reached the end of myself, that I heard that voice. And praise God, I did because it changed everything. And I said this last week, but that's one of the ways that you know that you have heard his voice because it makes a change in you. Things change when you hear his voice. The whole world looks different when you hear his voice. He didn't care what I'd done. Do you think I'm any different than you? He didn't care what I've done. He doesn't care what you've done. In that time, in that time of your worst messes, in that time of your mistakes, even if you've, even if it was 20 years ago, he wants to speak to you to help you get through it, to help you get out of that mess, to walk you through it, to bring you through the storm, to bring you through the other side, even if it's a mess that you created, even if it was due to complete willful disobedience and sin, he doesn't care about that. Guys, sin is a non-issue with God. Jesus took care of all of that sin. There's consequences to our sin, but that's not consequences that he lays on us. That's just consequences that come because of our own stupid actions, right? But he, in his mercy, in his goodness, Romans 2, 4, the goodness of God brings men to repentance. In his goodness, he continues to speak because his word, he sends his word and he heals you and he delivers you from your destructions. You know, that's um, 
Psalm 107, 20, but in Psalm 107, verse 17, it tells you that those destructions that he sent his word to heal you from were your own making. They were your because of your own foolishness, because of the stupid things that you had done. And yet he says, I sent my word and I healed you. His word, his spoken word, his written word, his son, the word. Hallelujah. Wow. Let me show you a, another example of that. Go to 2 Corinthians. Praise God. 2 Corinthians. It's the last verse of 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 13. Verse 14, 2 Corinthians is written to a wild bunch of church folk, all believers. It's written to, written to church folk. It is all about church discipline. You got men sleeping with their mothers. You've got people getting drunk during communion. You got people being liars and backbiters and arguing. And the, the Corinthian believers were a messed up group of people, y'all. Right? Okay, so... Let's see what, what Paul says to the Corinthians about God talking to them. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14 says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and they needed grace, and the love of God, and they needed the love of God, and what? The communion, the fellowship, the communication with the Holy Spirit be with you all be with you all every believer be with you all the young man who is sleeping with his mother be with you all the ones that get drunk during communion be with you all because he withholds his fellowship from no one if you are a child of god he withholds his communication from no one and you know what sometimes i think he 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 tries even harder to communicate with those who aren't born again to get them born again to show them his goodness to bring them to repentance <sighs> wow so paul is saying it doesn't matter how much you have messed up god's grace his love and his fellowship, his communion are available to you. Look, did God withhold communication from Cain after he killed Abel? Did God withhold fellowship with David after he took Uriah's wife and then had Uriah murdered? Did God withhold his communion, his fellowship from Saul? Saul, who was persecuting the church, giving consent unto death to people who followed Jesus Christ, persecuting the church. Did God withhold communication from Saul? No, he spoke to Saul on the road to Damascus and Saul's life was changed forever and he became Paul, writing two thirds of the New Testament. If God had withheld fellowship from Saul, what what would have happened? He's just an example of God's mercy, an example of his mercy, of his fellowship. Again, that it doesn't matter what you have done. He is not not talking to you because of your sin. 
He is not not talking to you at all. Double negative. I hope that comes out right. He's talking all the time, continuous, ever present. So if you're not hearing because of that, then you're letting those past regrets or those holding on to that past sin, those are all creating a, a thick, thick, thick earwax that's preventing you to hear. So how do you, how do you get rid of that? You turn to him. You may need to forgive yourself to clear out that earwax. That's not easy. That's a process I had to go through. If you haven't watched the uh, How to Forgive Yourself teaching, I would recommend you, you go and you watch that. But turn to him. Turn to him. Expect you. Expect him to talk to you. Expect him to help you through whatever it is that you're you're going through. Know that he is speaking to you, and he wants to speak to you even more now, even more now than he did then. Praise God. I think we're going to end there tonight. That is that is a lot of information, and we'll finish up next week. I've got. One, two, three, four, four more reasons why, five more reasons why you may not, why your ears may be plugged with that wax. So we're going to end there tonight. Uh, I think 30 minutes is a good amount of time. I hope y'all are doing well. I hope this is blessing you. I hope it's encouraging you. And if you are still, even after those first four, if you still say, that's not why, that's not why, then I want you to come back next week and watch next week because this has got to cover, all of these reasons have got to cover the gamut of why people think that they cannot hear. And I want to help y'all through that. So I love you guys. Let me pray for you. I'm going to take just a minute to see if there's there's anything special that um, Father wants to say to you tonight or uh, to anyone in particular. So let me just pray for you and then we're going to uh, close for the night and I'll see you next week. So Father God, thank you so much for this word. Hallelujah for this word. I thank you that those who are listening now have ears to hear, Father, and that slowly but surely we are going to clean all of that wax out of their ears so that they can hear you clearly. And we just thank you, Father, that you never, ever, ever stop speaking to us, that you never stop trying different ways and different frequencies and different ways to get through to us. And I thank you, Father, that as we learn and as we grow, as we learn more about you, as we learn and grow in the knowledge of you, that we begin to know you more. And when we know you more, we hear you more, Father. I speak to that heart palpitation and I tell it to go in Jesus' name. Somebody injured their left elbow and may even hit you have initially hit your funny bone and since that time you've just had a strange sensation from your elbow down to your fingertips i speak to that damage to that inflammation in that nerve and i command it to be healed in jesus name 
somebody's having a, a tooth sensitivity when they when they breathe when they breathe in cool air they have a, a really really bad tooth sensitivity will i speak to that tooth and i tell it to be healed in jesus name and i always have to pray for those that are are being impacted by this evil that is the COVID virus. Anyone that is having symptoms or has been diagnosed with or has a loved one who is in the hospital, I speak to that, I speak to that virus. I curse you in the name of Jesus. You are vile, you are evil, and you have no place in the body of a believer. And I command you to go in Jesus' name and never return. I speak to the symptoms that, that come along with that. And I command your bodies to be healed and whole right now in Jesus' name. Life into your bodies in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray for those that are dealing with, with fear, that are dealing with anxiety. And Holy Spirit, I just ask that you continually bring the truth of your word to their remembrance. That whenever the enemy attacks them with a thought of fear or doubt or anxiety or worry, that you are right there on the tip of their tongue to give them a word in season to those who are weary. That they remember your word, that their spirits stir within them, that they know that that fear isn't from you, that they know that that anxiety isn't from you, God. And they reject it and they resist it. They submit themselves to your truth and your word, and then they watch the enemy flee in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We just worship you. We praise you. We lift up your holy name. We call you glorious. We call you wonderful counselor, healer, provider. You are our comfort. You are our lead. You are our guide. Father God, you are our strength. You are our security in time of need. We do not have to fear what the world has to offer. We operate in your kingdom. You surround us front to back, side to side. You have walked in the steps that we are going to walk. You have gone before us and paved the way in safety, Lord. I thank you that we can walk in confidence in this dark world and wherever we go, the light that is inside us, that is you, that is your power, that light emanates and it penetrates the darkness. Wherever we go, your brightness your light penetrates the darkness. And that's why we don't have to be afraid. That's why we don't have to fear. That's why we can walk with confidence everywhere, Lord God, because you are our shield from everything that the world has to offer. I speak life and health into their bodies. I command their immune systems. I tell you that you have the mind of Christ, that you are not, you are not confused by any bacteria or any virus, that when a virus or bacteria attempts to come into their bodies, Lord, that their immune system attack it with, with viciousness. 
Not a single virus cell can remain in or on their bodies. Their bodies fight disease. Their bodies fight infection. Their bodies fight sickness. And their minds battle the diagnosis. Their minds battle the diagnosis by speaking your word against it, Lord. Hallelujah. You are worthy, worthy, worthy. You are holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this time tonight. I thank you that you bring all things back to their remembrance at the proper time, at the appropriate time, and the time that when it is needed, you are never late. You are never late, Lord God. You are always right here and on time. We believe every word you have said, Father, and we receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.